of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We're looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so. So if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn it off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume you guys have seen the classic film, so there will be spoilers when discussing anything that's been out for at least a year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, at least the good ones. Uh, So you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts Brian and Philip, And, uh, again, our our buddy uh, Kevin from MacNez and E-Society Podcast is with us. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. I'm good. Bueno. Yeah, I mean, we'll start it off with that, with uh, my cool of the week. Um, yeah, I got one more episode, and then I, I'm done with the with the whole series. And uh, oh, wow. Um, I at first I wasn't really on board because the first couple episodes really didn't grab me, but like half, maybe a little before by the fourth episode, I was like, okay, what's going on here? I mean, it's totally different from the movie. Um, but this is, uh, from what I understand out of the show, this is 30 years after uh, that incident that happened uh, back in uh, in um, Michael Crichton's movie. Right. Um, but, I mean, I love what's going on in it. I like what they're doing. And I didn't realize that J.J. Abrams has something to do with this. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday about it. He had finished it, and he kind of wanted me to hurry up and finish so we could talk about it. And he was saying that it's got that... Um, that set that that feeling that um the tv show lost had and okay. then he had some he had some complaints but i was he goes like i'm gonna let you finish it before he gets into it so i'm like okay um but i really like what's going on i mean if people i'm sure people have seen it already but if some of you if some of you listeners haven't uh do go check it out it, it's an amazing show i love it i didn't think i was gonna love it that much because i was just kind of like oh, okay they're just trying to rehash something that we'd seen already but this is totally different Right. Uh, from the from the movie and uh i like i like where it's going and uh um i know it's shitty that we gotta wait a whole nother year before uh season two comes out so but um i mean i love this show i mean it, it's 
it's just it's i don't know it's badass man uh, that's about yeah. all i could say about it <laughs> i kind of thought the same thing man I, matter of fact i was watching the transformers theater to, or, uh trailer today and uh anthony hopkins is narrating and i'm like man anthony hopkins is a bad dude <laughs> and most of it stems from westworld he really kicked ass in that i was thinking because it was it was weird that they got somebody that big to do a tv show but uh man he's he's killing it i think the the whole series was pretty awesome yeah, I didn't think that he would be uh, that big into it. I thought he would be like maybe just pop in every right. now and then. But yeah. he, it's pretty much uh, following around him. Especially uh, about towards the end of the season, huh? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, fuck. I mean, I was well, – I think it was one of the last couple episodes I watched. It like blew me away. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. But it, it, it was – it was everywhere. Yeah, man, that that's what I loved about it. So I was like, oh my god, I, I was just I was binge watching it yesterday at work. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, I could I couldn't stop, man. I was like, man, I was texting uh, Jesse, uh, Blind Frankenstein from uh, Horacopia, and I was telling him, I'm like, man, I'm sucked into this show, man. I can't stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, have you uh, you you finished it up, right? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, so Kevin, was your friend saying he had he had a problem with like the finale specifically, or just like the the, the feeling, like it had that lost feel to it? I uh, know some kind of a. Uh, he was saying some like loose ends. Loose ends. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, well, we st- we still got another season coming, so maybe <laughs> right. they'll tie up. <laughs> you can't you can't leave a, you can't leave a season in an ongoing show with with no loose ends, man. Yeah, well, I he was. They tied it up just enough. Like I, I, yeah, really I thought like they the, did. Too. I love the finale. Well, we'll let Kevin. We'll, we'll wait till Kevin finishes it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you got if, if you listeners aren't watching it, man, do go do check it out. It's an awesome show. Yeah. Anything? Uh, anything not so cool this week? Um. No, not really. I know I had something, but I just it's all totally cool. got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um. Positive. Well. I'm still I'm still going through the movie, but I, it's um it's a movie called Skin Trade. It's with uh, Tony Jaa and um, uh, Michael Jai White and uh, Drago, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, really? Yeah, I I turned that movie off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. man. Yeah, <laughs> not, not so, so cool. cool, huh? <laughs> when, when, uh, I like that. when you hear those those three names together, like I immediately, as soon as it was on Netflix, I I, I hit play. But oh, yeah. I think I I might have got like twenty minutes in. Oh no! Ouch. You expected a lot more, huh? Yeah, I'm like uh, halfway through it, and well, I'm kind of like uh, okay, <laughs> but I mean I have to finish it, man. I I like all three of those guys. Yeah, and, yeah Brian like those names you're like oh hell yeah this is gonna be badass and then i'm like uh-huh. uh, well Dolph, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren always throws a red flag to me I know. <laughs> these days huh you didn't like kindergarten cup too right he man remember that one <laughs> yeah, i do unfortunately i love that movie masters of the universe that oh, movie's badass on, i love that's that cheesy movie. as hell man <laughs> it is that's why i love it <laughs> quick story I, I don't know if i mentioned it on here before guys, but um uh, my buddy and I, we went to go see uh, Lost Boys when that came out. And uh, Masters of the Universe came out, like uh, I think, like the weekend after or something. So my buddy was going on and on about Lost Boys. So I was like, oh, sweet. Let's go see it. And I love Lost Boys. Awesome movie. Probably one of my favorite vampire movies. And then uh, I did a little theater hopping. And uh, Masters of the Universe was in the, the next theater over. 
And I said, hey, man, let's go see this. He goes, no, I'm going to watch Lost Boys again. So I went, okay. So I snuck right. into the next theater and I sat there. I was in there by myself the whole movie, but I enjoyed every minute of it. I mean, <laughs> when, it came, when it came on HBO, I recorded it. Uh, I bought it on VHS. I bought it on DVD. Now I have it on Blu-ray. I love that movie. For as shitty and as cheesy it is, I love it. <laughs> Killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Uh man, I I don't know if I really have much of a cool of the week. I hadn't really watched it uh, a whole lot except uh, except the movies. Um, I did get my wife to watch Stranger Things. So the whole uh, series, yeah. So she oh, she cool. finished the whole series, which was was cool because I was like excited about it again. I'd come in and see little pe- pieces that she was watching, uh, and then I saw that they won a SAG award. And uh, Winona Ryder's making all crazy faces. I'm sure you've seen it on Facebook. I haven't so seen that. No? No. Oh, dude, <laughs> I haven't checked that it's out. It's so funny. There's one, It's it's got um, the guy that played the cop in Stranger Things. Right, he's, sure. like, giving the acceptance speech. Uh, and, he, he went political, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, out of nowhere, he yeah. pulls out this whole page of shit that he's written and just starts going off the deep end. Oh, no. And Winona Ryder's looking at him the whole time like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> and, but the facial expressions that she right. makes taken out of context are hilarious. And there was one where uh, they had, like, a, a floating piece of pizza, and it was, like, looking wherever her eyes were looking. Right. <laughs> then it went to the guy's <laughs> mouth, and she had this, like, huh? Oh, I, no. It, it, just Google Winona Ryder and pizza, and I'm telling you, it's worth it. <laughs> it's like a 15-second uh, clip with no sound. <laughs> and what what did you check out, Brian? Uh, did a couple uh, rewatches, some, some 80s movies with my daughter, uh, The NeverEnding Story, and... Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Awesome. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. Kind of going through all, you know, all the 80s movies that I grew up with with her. Right. It's got more pieces. And yes. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and then uh then I checked out Lights Out. Oh, and uh I didn't really uh, it's okay. Yeah. I I really like the I really like the character of Diana yeah. and uh, her whole her 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 whole thing going on in the movie. I just thought it was a uh, I really didn't care for the ending, the way it just kind of suddenly ended. Yeah. It's always the ending that'll get you. Yeah, but um, other than that, you know, I didn't really watch too much. Yeah, I saw, I saw a pretty cool movie from 1979. You guys ever heard of uh, The Boys from Brazil? Mm-hmm. The Ring of Bell? Kevin, you should know about this, man. Yeah, you, you like I, I've heard, movies? That I've heard of it. I mean, I've seen it, but it's 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 been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, the title, what kind of movie is this? Title's kind of title's kind of <laughs> shitty. <laughs> no, it's uh ba- basically there's a uh, plot. There's a how, how do I describe it? It's because it's a really weird movie, but there's a plot to clone Adolf Hitler. It's uh, Nazi war criminals that are Whoa. hiding out in Brazil, and it the uh, current day of when the movie takes place, which is seventy nine. And this uh, guy stumbled, a very, very young Steve Gutenberg in the role, stumbles on them um, coming up with this plot to uh, clone Hitler and and put uh, Hitler youth basically in every major country (laughs) around the world and get the Third Reich going again. Ah. It's a really bizarre movie, but it's a lot of fun to watch. So I would would recommend it. Be like really... Uh, Kevin, I think you'd be right up your alley, man. It's uh, it's kind of like just the beginning of that '80s uh, kind of cheesy stuff, but it's got a lot of really good actors. Like James Mason is in it, Lawrence Olivier, 
people that are Greg. like they were kind of just past their prime when they did this movie, but they do a good job in it. Creepy Nazi yeah. stuff is always kind of fun, though. Super creepy, man. <laughs> I think only one, one of the reasons I, I watched it was because of Gregory Peck. Yeah, um, right. I I loved him in The Omen, so and I think that was around the around, around the time or maybe a couple years before that I'd seen The Omen. So I was like, okay, Gregory Peck was cool. So let me check this out. And I seen it, but it was a long time ago. I, I haven't. I only seen it once. So I, I can barely remember right. anything about it. I just remember who was in it because there was a lot of big. Uh, big players that were in that movie so but i'm gonna have to check it out now i got me thinking about i think i'm confusing it with something else but uh i don't know i'll find it and check it out again it's worth a watch you know it's de- it's definitely it, definitely out there like one of the crazier ideas I've, I've heard of you know yeah uh and get this the main nazi war criminal is uh joseph mingale the guy that used to experiment on uh twins and Children, he would take like arms and legs off one and put them on the other, and oh, all these weird Nazi experiments that. that he did. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's 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 worth the watch. Definitely worth the watch. What about uh, horror headlines, Brian? Anything big happening this week? First, uh, we're gonna get in a couple Blu-ray uh, upcoming Blu-ray picks. Uh, let's see, uh, we're getting a Wishmaster a four-film Blu-ray collection from Bestron coming uh, March twenty-eighth. Uh, one of my favorites from the 90s, uh, Tales from the Hood, is coming on Blu-ray from Scream Factory. <laughs> the original, huh? <laughs> uh, it, April 18th, and um, uh, Lance, you know about this one. House and House 2 is coming on a, a double pack from Arrow, uh, Blu-ray set, March 21st. Uh, that sounds cool. Uh, Lance, yeah. just, Lance just walked outside for a second. He okay. dog's going crazy. All right, uh, let's get oh, to oh, our... Hold on, hold on. When, when was that uh, Tales from the Hood one? Uh, April 18th. Okay, damn. Still got a ways to go. Yeah. Um, That movie was awesome. I, I loved it. I know it did have that little kind of a political point behind uh, some of the stories, but uh, it was an awesome movie. I loved it. Yeah, I, I, I think all the stories were enjoyable. I remember when it first came out, I was kind of like, okay, Tales from the Hood. I mean, just by looking at the poster <laughs> is, is what is what threw me off. I was kind of like, huh, okay. But uh, a buddy of mine... Brooklyn? Oh. <laughs> hey, wasn't, it a, wasn't it a skull with a gold tooth or something like that, Kevin? Or yeah. And he's, different? No, it's the one. He's got a gold tooth and he's wearing those uh, Loke sunglasses. <laughs> But but it, it's it's a good movie, man. There, there was uh, some some known actors in it, so right. Uh, it was good. Plus, Spike Lee had his his uh, his hands in it, so uh, I could see why it went um, kind of political and everything. Well, but uh, it, it was still a good movie, man. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Okay. Okay. Our first headline is uh, M Night Shyamalan is gonna move forward with Unbreakable 2 which ah, is also going to be a, it's also going yeah it's also going to be a sequel to Split uh, cool. there you go that's All perfect right. man well if you haven't seen Split hate to ruin anything for you but it's and related sh- <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sh- Shyamalan has uh, he said he's always envisioned Unbreakable to be a trilogy huh interesting okay I like so the next- clues he's leaving it seems like so- a puzzle <laughs> that's a twist so- so the next one's gonna be the last one. He's gonna wrap it up in the third movie. Mm, yeah, you think so? I believe so. Well, if, if he wants to, that, 
I don't know that this is, uh, I don't know that Split was like a sequel. But it, yeah. it ties into it, so. Yeah, but I wouldn't call that the second movie of Unbreakable, so he, I think he's got a couple more. Oh, just yeah, I think on I, how you look at it. Yeah, I think we'll just have to wait and see. He definitely says uh, he wants Unbreakable 2 to be his next movie. Okay, cool. Speaking of Shyamalan, Shyamalan this, he wants to direct an episode of Stranger Things. What do you guys think about this? That is a risk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. What do you think, Kevin? I, I think he can do it. I mean, all he's going to do is direct it. I don't think he's going to be writing it. Because right. uh, a, lo- a lot of known directors have done uh like tv shows like kevin smith has done um one of the goldberg's episodes and i'm sure he didn't write that and rob zombie did uh i want to say one of those ncis ones yeah, yeah i think it was, i think it was csi yeah it's something yeah, i heard about that <laughs> yeah i mean and, and these guys i mean they didn't write any of it they were just there to direct it so um, I'm all for it, man. I mean, I, I've said it before on the last episode. I mean, I liked everything he's done. So, I mean, if he's not in the writing part of the show, I'm sure he's always, always going to do is direct. So, right. I mean, I, I'm cool with that. All right. Well, give it a, give it a yeah. shot, huh? See how it goes. Okay. Um, uh, possibly in the future for American Horror Story, we're going to get a Murder House Coven crossover season. Hmm. Uh, Murder House is my favorite season by far, and yeah. that was the first season. I don't know if I like them going back to the well though. I like the new story right. every season thing that they got going. I think they should stick with that. Yeah, I, I kind of liked it second after Asylum. Asylum was my favorite. Yeah, they kind of just went all out on Asylum because you got a little bit of everything in that that season. It seemed like it. I've I've only seen. Uh, the for I saw the first two seasons and then I'm I'm slowly getting through a uh, coven and I don't know it's just not grabbing me but Asylum was the right. same way that that took me forever to get through me too man it, it wasn't grabbing me but then when yeah. it got towards the end is when it got good and the next thing you know it was over so I was like oh but uh, Murder House out of the ones I've seen that that was my favorite one yeah me too but I I don't I don't want to revisit the story I think that they'd be better off doing something different try something new huh. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking uh, of, oh, hold on. Speaking of, speaking of Murder House, um, I know I heard something about um, them turning it into like a thousand uh, dollar a night uh, Airbnb. Uh, did you guys hear anything about that? <laughs> no, no, I haven't heard that. Surprised me at all. <laughs> this this was a one five hundred a night, and then they may get tourists. Right? No, tourists aren't going to spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, a night come on, man. That's, that's that's crazy. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, well, if you, get, if you get enough guys together and all throw in, I'm sure it's a big right. enough house for for everyone. But I'm not throwing um, myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a house on haunted hill scenario, huh? Oh no, thank you. But I, I, no, speaking of house on a haunted hill, did you hear they're going to re remake that? Yeah, I think yeah, I heard Ryan about it. Told us about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, You're not. I around, like. Huh? I, the original one was cool. Yeah, it was good for what it was. Vincent Price cheese and everything. But right. um, that that first remake they did in the nineties, I mean, I enjoyed it, and not so much the second one. But um, I guess if they're gonna do it again, I mean, we can't stop them, and, and of right. course we'll see it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. 
It is what it is, man. All right. Uh, the upcoming uh, Shane Black uh, Predator sequel slash reboot. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, they're in talks for Thomas Jane to join the cast. Thomas Jane. Okay. Yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. I like yeah. Thomas Jane. Me too. Um, I, I also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, I was, I was soaking it in, letting that marinate. I think I like yeah. it. I'm okay with that. Uh, also joining the cast is, uh, room star Jacob Tremblay. Was he and, like uh, the, the kid? Yes. Okay. So, um, I don't know where they're going with this movie. I don't either. Uh, honestly, with, with this, it's, uh, so far the cast includes, uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Olivia Munn, yes. uh, Trevante Rhodes, and Sterling K. Brown. So, well, Key and Peel are just doing a bunch of stuff. Oh, I gotta say, while I'm sitting here though, that I watched that that uh, uh, Jordan Peel or I don't know whichever one wrote that that new Get movie out. that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I like the preview now. Like I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, after you watched the trailer a few times, huh? Yeah, it, like after it, I saw yeah. it a couple times, right. I was like. And this looks really good. <laughs> well, you may be in luck because I think Brian Brian's got one, that one on the docket for us. Good, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, that I, I, Go ahead. That looks good. Uh, I liked it the first time I saw the trailer, and uh, a buddy a buddy of mine was like, "I ain't gonna watch that shit." And I said, "You know, we'll stay home because I'm gonna see it." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I was I was tired of hearing political shit on my facebook all day and right. uh <laughs> and so when one more political effing thing came out i was like all right i don't want to mess with that <laughs> but, but now now that it's settled down a little bit it looks pretty interesting it huh? <laughs> yeah it looks pretty interesting i like it I, i'm on the imdb page for the predator and it, it says 50 cent but it just says rumored really so, yeah th- this casting is ca- all over the place wow that's crazy and, I, from a couple of things I read, it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first one, and they said Arnold was going to cameo, and um, I can't think of the actress's name. Uh, she was uh, the survivor Okay. Uh, from the first one. She was supposed to return. Okay. So I have no idea where they're going with this movie. I'm mm. going to give it you know, some leeway because it's Shane Black and... And no, I, I like a lot of the stuff he's written. Um, what was the one most recently? Uh, uh, Lance, you've seen it. Uh, the one uh, with uh, Russell oh, Crowe. The, the, ni- the Nice Guys? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it wasn't oh, too bad. Yeah, I, like it was, I didn't think it was as good as a, a lot of people did. I really liked it. But, it, was, um, uh, it, was, it was kind of a mix of uh, action and comedy, I thought. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. different. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. So. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. Um, our last news item: uh, we had talked about uh, the rumor of Michael Doherty, the Trick or Treat Krampus director, uh, directing Godzilla. It's a, it's official now; he is directing, and they've uh, also casted uh, Millie Bobby Brown from uh, Stranger Things to oh, be okay. in the movie. Eleven, huh? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. All huh. right. Well, we'll give we'll give it a chance. I mean, that seems like an odd choice for director but i mean doesn't would, it that's what i was thinking yeah, I was but like, you, what, would you ever thought going? that the guy who directed the brothers bloom would be doing a star wars movie well you know sure. i mean these, these are the days that 
it's kind of weird. It seems like these little independent directors can get a couple of people like in their their small movies and end up with these blockbusters now, which is pretty cool. As long as it's well written, uh, like you were saying earlier, Kevin, I, as long as it's real well written, it's kind of right. hard to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess, I man. Trick or treat. That was okay. Right? I mean, I didn't see. It was okay. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was okay, but I, I had saw it after the fact when everyone was going, oh, man, it's so good. And this, I was like, okay, so I was expecting right. it to be really good. And I was like, eh, it was cool. I liked the Krampus I enjoyed. Um, yeah. Trick or Treat 2, well, I'll, I'll see it when it comes out. Um, but as far as this Godzilla movie, uh, I don't know, I man, because I wasn't really uh, that big of a fan of the first one. I um, think they're, they're going to learn their lesson with this sequel. You think so? Uh, yeah, is it we. A sequel or is it a reboot? It's a sequel. Oh, interesting. And it's it's gonna, uh, and also from what I'm hearing, the Kong uh, Skull Island is gonna have a Godzilla tie-in somewhere in the middle or in the movie. Okay. So makes sense. That yeah, they are in. they are building this universe, and um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for this Kong Godzilla universe. Uh, my oh, only. E. My only thing that I want in this movie is more Godzilla. Yeah, and, there and, you go. And that's B what about, I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Be about Godzilla. Stop giving us these little side stories. Right. I don't care about the guy who dies. Love story. Godzilla smashes him. That's the end of the goddamn story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. That's. That's what I meant by. Uh, I think they. They're going to learn their lesson from the first one. There's not going to be no like cutaway scenes. Right. Like you, you, like you're about to see Godzilla do something, then the camera cuts away. I think they're going to learn their lesson from all of that. Mm-hmm. I, at least I'm hoping that we'll we'll get a better Godzilla movie. And they they said there there'll be a, a lot more uh, kaiju monsters in this one. All right. Okay. Well, like I said last so, week, maybe uh, Anne Hathaway will show up, right, Kevin? Ah, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. The poster I see for for the new movie is just called Godzilla Two, and it's got a moth on it. So is, is, is Mothra gonna be in this? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, one of the rumored uh, uh, kaiju well, uh, monsters in this one. That would yeah, make if it's sense. got if it's got a moth on it, it has to. Okay, I mean, give me Rodan or something else before we get a big giant moth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with Mothra. Mothra is a classic yeah. monster, man. I'd, I'd go I, with that. I, if if I'm mistaken, I want to say they hinted around for Mothra uh, in the first movie, right? Um, uh, I need I need to watch it again, but I was pretty sure that they did. I mean, I I could be wrong, but uh, is this Godzilla two or is it Godzilla King of Monsters? Because I'm seeing both titles. Uh, same same movie. Okay, but uh, uh, God, King of Monsters the is uh, Godzilla two. Yeah, King of <laughs> uh, what was it? King of Monsters. Yeah, yeah, that's the official title. Okay, I like that better. I don't know if I asked you guys this last week. Did any of you see Shin Godzilla? No, I want. No, I want to. I heard it was terrible. I've seen it. I loved it. Uh, really? I thought it was an amazing. I thought it was an amazing movie. It was a Godzilla movie. Everything. Okay. No side story. No no love story. No guy loses his wife or anything man this this everything there was a lot of talking in it and that kind of bugged me but the only thing that was cool about all that talking is they were trying to figure out how to stop this monster how to stop right. godzilla 
So, I mean, that's why I enjoyed it. It was really, it was really long. I know it was like over two hours or, or at the two hour mark, but, um, really? it was good for what it was. I mean, I wasn't too hip on the appearance of Godzilla because we all know he's got those little, uh, T-Rex arms, but they were like really small in this one. And <laughs> from, from what I, <laughs> from what I got in this movie, this was supposedly the beginning uh, of Godzilla because, um, when it first, when this monster first appears, you don't know what the hell it is, and then it's before Godzilla started lifting, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't do. <laughs> when when you guys see it, if you cover this one, I, I I was like, oh man, what the fuck am I watching? Because it was how Godzilla looked before he became the monster that we that we all know and love. I don't it's know like what it was. It looked dragon. like a, it looked like a worm or something with big giant bulgy eyes, and I was what like, oh hell? my god, <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this the best you guys can do? <laughs> but no. But once it got going and everything, and Godzilla started wreaking havoc in Japan, I mean, it was an amazing movie. I love it. I can't wait for it to come out because I want to pick it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Director's like, that doesn't look like Godzilla. The guy's like, hey, it's the best we got. Like, <laughs> that's, right. that's what we had on our budget, <laughs> well, huh? You see, this is what Godzilla looked like before he was Godzilla. Worm, worm Godzilla, <laughs> huh? That's what <laughs> yeah. Wait, on that note, you guys you guys ready to head out to the trailer park? Let's do it. <laughs> oh, the trailer park. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's take a little trip to the trailer park, boys. Take a look at the big, the small, <laughs> and uh, if Brian doesn't disappoint, the very, very weird. So, Brian, what's, uh, what's the first new trailer this week, man? First one we're going to talk about is Arbor Demon, starring Rob Bhutan, Jake Busey, and Fiona Duroff. <laughs> All right. It's got a Busey in it. It's, it's got to be good, crazy. It's actually got a pretty good cast. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> like the, the look of the creature in it. It's like a weird tree demon type thing. Right. Yeah, that's where I mean. That's where it lost me. <laughs> did it lose you there? You, did, I, you didn't need another Groot crossover, huh? I wanted it to be better than it was. I mean, it's it's just a trailer, so you never can really tell. True, but it yeah. didn't, it didn't grab me as much as I thought it was going to. <laughs> I mean, I love I love Jake Busey. I mean, so I'm I'm still going to see it just because he's in right? it. Right. Yeah, and it, it also has uh, Fiona Duroff, Brad Duroff's uh, daughter. Sure. So. Uh, yeah, she's got to um, do something before the cult of Chucky comes out, right? Yeah, which that sounds like it's going to be pretty good. Uh, They're bringing back um, Andy, the, the 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 actor that played the original Andy. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, he's also going to be in it, huh. and uh, Jennifer Tilly's going to be in it. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, Arbor Demon comes out February third. Uh, our next trailer we're going to talk about is a uh, Netflix original. I don't feel at home in the world starring Melanie Linsky, Elijah Wood and Jane Levy hmm. directed by Macon Blair, who was, uh, he's, uh, an actor also. And he, he's been in blue ruin and green room. Right. Um, I know you remember, uh, him in uh, blue ruin. Lance. Yeah, he, was he the main guy? The one that was yes. ho- homeless at the beginning, living in the car and everything? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was a great movie, man. Green Room was awesome, too. Kevin, I know you did... I remember you did a whole show on that, man, and you started... Uh, you, you basically spoiled it, man. You you, uh, <laughs> you you described it from start to finish, but I couldn't quit listening. 
<laughs> I tried not to. <laughs> yeah, but when I, I couldn't help the, it. When I saw the movie, it was uh, it was still awesome. The but yeah, those were two great movies for sure. Well, man, Blue I mean, Ruin. I I haven't seen that one. I need to check that one out. Yeah, it's it's good, man. You'll you'll like it for sure. Netflix hadn't steered me wrong yet, and this one uh, this one looks pretty funny and mm-hmm. uh, and quirky, and I think that that's kind of cool. I like I like Elijah Wood. And uh, I like the the main chick that's in it. I know I've seen her in a thousand other things. I couldn't tell you what they were. Right. But uh, it, it it looks pretty interesting. I'll watch it. She was the uh, crazy girlfriend in uh, Two and a Half Men, the one that was always oh, after uh, right. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I've never I've never seen that one. I wanted to go in Wayne's World. <laughs> a gun. <laughs> Uh, this one, this one looks cool. I mean, I'll check it out. I Man, I like Elijah Wood, and I love right. uh, Jane Livy, so I'll see it. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I read a little bit about it. I guess Elijah Wood's some crazy uh, karate guy. He likes to deal with his problems with his martial arts. What? Yeah, I mean, Elijah Wood? yeah, I don't know. Come on, man! If, oh, if his character super fucking weird, man. But he's yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if his character actually knows martial arts or if he thinks he does. That would be but, uh, even more awesome if he doesn't know it at all. Yes. He thinks it. <laughs> and, you know, it's also got Jane Levy from uh, Don't Breathe. Oh, she's in it, too? Yeah, I believe she's the one the in the fuck? trailer. She's got the hood on with the gun. I believe so that's she, her. Is she one of the bad guys or what? Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know. Yeah, but... um. We're getting this one uh, pretty pretty soon here, uh, February twenty fourth. I don't uh, I don't guess money shows up in this one, does he? Oh, money! Uh, huh? <laughs> if he does, I, I hope he goes out the same way. That was one of the most satisfying kills in a movie I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I want Elijah Wood to uh, karate him or something. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> speak, speaking of Elijah Wood, have you guys ever met him? Never. No. no. He's little, so Ooh, he, looks- <laughs> he is a hobbit. He is a hobbit. <laughs> I mean, he was a super nice guy when when we met him at Comic Con one year. But I was just, I can't picture him as. Well, I guess there is little is guys that, that know martial arts, but right. I, I don't know. But when you see him, you just want to hug him because he's so little. Right. <laughs> oh, you're Plus, a little elf. Come here. <laughs> and, and it was tough to watch him. And did you guys see that remake, uh, Maniac? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good, man. I did too. I mean, but it was it was kind of tough to buy uh, him in that character because I love the original one. But I mean, it was a still good movie for what it was. But um, I don't know if I told this story on here before when I met him. It was during uh, Comic Con. We were at the uh, District Nine uh, screening. Uh, oh, he wow. was there. He was there. Uh, Peter Jackson was there. And uh, the direct the director for um, the, the director and the main star in District Nine they were there, and uh, one of the other hobbits the one that was in Lost um, Dominic Monaghan oh, they were yeah. all there. We were standing in line to get uh, popcorn and everything, and uh, there was this big dude standing in front of me. And then they were okay next, and then here came this little guy walking around uh, from the behind the big guy, and it was Elijah Wood, <laughs> and uh, I was like, standing whoa, in hey. shadow, <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, whoa, hey, man, how you doing? And he was like, hey, guys, are you guys ready to watch the movie? We're like, yeah. And then my uh, Theo was with me, and we were all like, yeah, man, you were badass in uh, Lord of the Rings, and just started kissing his butt about other movies and this and that. I think I mentioned <laughs> I told him my City, favorite City, movie. Maybe. Radio Flyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Radio Flyer. That was the one I said. I I said uh, Did you really? Yeah, I said, oh, man, you made me cry in that movie. He was like, oh, man, that's cool. Sorry about that. And I said, no, don't worry about it. But he was real cool. And uh, and then we said, hey, man, we, we don't want to keep you uh, from whatever you're doing. He goes, oh, no, no worries. So he said, hey, we all shook his hand and he walked away. So that's we were all cool. sitting there really quiet. And then, uh, I mean, none, none of us were talking. And I was like, um, is it me? Or did he have the prettiest eyes? <laughs> <laughs> and right. Theo and, and told it. Uh, yeah, I, I was just mesmerized. I mean, here's this <laughs> this little guy standing in front of me, and all I could see are those. I think they were blue, but I don't know what it was. Right. He just his eyes were so he, he mesmerized. That, that's why I said I, I just wanted to hug him. <laughs> but oh, he was man. a little kid, man. I, I've, I've watched that guy grow up. I really like Elijah Wood. I feel like he's a part of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just looking. You were talk, talking about IMDb, man. I was I was just looking through all the roles he's played. The the dude's been around, man. Yeah. Quietly made a huge name for himself, you know. Yeah, he's super big into horror too. He's got that company. What is it? Spectra Vision. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that's uh, he's he's a part owner of that company. Look, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Cool. I think. Did you see that movie, uh, Green Street Hooligans? No, no, I haven't. I did see that. That was awesome. Oh, hell yeah, it was. That one was yeah. badass. It was that him was, and uh, that one movie. dude from uh, from Sons of Anarchy, uh, Charlie Hoonan. Oh, Hoonan that's West. him. I didn't know ah, that. Okay. That was Jax, before, that was Jax before was Sons it, huh? of Anarchy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a fight club in, in Ireland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or that sounds it promising. It's it's hella good. You should check that one out if you can. Green Street Hooligans. Right. Even you listeners, if you guys haven't seen it, check out that one. There's three of them, but watch the first one. There's oh, three Green Street Hooligan movies? Yeah. Uh, I know the one of them. The second one had to do something with prison. Okay. And then I remember uh, Scott Adkins was in the third one. But uh, right. I, don't even, I don't remember. I don't think I've seen that one yet. All right. Okay, our final trailer we are going to talk about is Brimstone, starring Dakota Fanning, Kit Harrington, Carice Von Houten, I apologize if I mispronounced your name, and Guy Pierce. That's a good cast, man, for sure. I was starting to wonder what happened to uh, Dakota Fanning. Yeah, yeah I think she's just... bigger than her now. Yeah, I think she's just really picky about what she does now. Yeah. Right. Like Twilight, and that's it. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I like those movies. <laughs> well, interesting, man. Yeah. It looked, it, trailer trailer looked pretty good, like a horror western, right? Is she is she supposed to be like a witch or something? I you know I couldn't tell. I know it looks like she can't speak, right? Like, and she she seems to have some kind of past with a uh, guy Pierce. He looks like he's like some kind of crazy preacher or something that he's coming to like basically coming after anybody who sins or or something like that and it, it looked really interesting um mm-hmm. i just was a little taken off by uh kit harrington's uh southern accent wasn't really uh buying it i didn't see him say much he was only in the in the well that probably says a whole lot right there 
<laughs> that he was only in the preview for a few seconds. <laughs> and I was like, is that Jon Snow? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, it looks nothing. interesting. It looks interesting. I'll give it a watch. Cool. Yeah. When's it come out? I'll check it out. Um, it should be already out. I think it's out right now in limited release. All so, right. um, I don't know if it's getting a wide release or VOD anytime soon. Find it on but, uh, somewhere. Yeah, just uh, everybody check their uh, local theaters and see if it's playing. All right, interesting. So, uh, is that it for the trailers? Yes, sir. All right, and now it is time for listener feedback. We don't have a song for that yet, but I'm working on it. I'll sing it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Texas Frightmare Weekend is proud to announce uh, that uh, distributor Arrow Video has joined their forces in 2017 uh, as a presenting sponsor. Uh, Arrow Video is a multi-award winning label dedicated to releasing the very best in cult and horror films in deluxe. It sounds like we're going to have them on the show or something, huh? <laughs> Definitive editions in with world-class restoration, specially curated extras, plus newly commissioned artwork, booklets, and bespoke, uh, bespoke packaging. Uh, starting as an offshoot label from Arrow Films in 2009, the UK collection now spans more than 250 releases, including films from the likes of cult favorites uh, David Cronenberg, uh, Dario Argento, uh, John Carpenter, and Wes Craven. Uh, so that should be pretty exciting. Uh, if you guys want to join us at uh, the Texas Frightmare Weekend, it's May 6th, 7th, 8th, something like that. Right, is that right? Yeah, I think it's fifth. Yeah, Kevin, do you remember? It's four, that fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth, that, six, that seven, weekend, eight, like Friday, that. Saturday, Sunday. Man, come check it out. Go to the website. It's awesome. May fifth, sixth, and seventh. There, there you, you go. It. Are you coming? You should come. Yeah, of course. I'm gonna okay. be there right with you guys. He'll be there. All right. Uh, so having said that, in uh, March 2015, the label expanded into the U.S. with releases such as Brian Usness Society and Jack Hill's Pit Stop. Uh, the range now includes almost 100 titles, including the films from Toby Hooper, uh, Mario Bava, Lucio Fulci, and Herschel Gordon Lewis. Uh, most recently, Arrow Videos expanded into new release content, debuting Mexican horror, We Are the Flesh, uh, theatrically and on home uh, and on home entertainment in both UK and US in February 2017. Uh, we still need to see that. Yeah. Have you have you with seen the, that the, one? We Brian? are the flesh one. Yeah. Have uh, you seen it, Brian? No, I've only seen the trailer. Yeah, I, w- I want to check that out. Yeah, it looks interesting. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, we we watched the trailer for it, what two or three weeks back. Yeah, something. It like looks that. really really twisted. Yeah, there's there's a few of them that are coming out that look kind of interesting like that. That one and, and Raw looked yeah, really Yeah, Raw was what I was thinking, yeah. Uh, that's that's coming out, and I, I saw like a movie poster of it somewhere. Really? Yeah, like in one of the theaters, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that one now. What, which one, Raw? Yeah, Raw. Yeah? Yeah, I uh, believe the middle of March it comes out. Awesome. Cool. I'm excited. Uh, so that's our update for this week. Uh, thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. And as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can just old school email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on any of the social media stuff. Get connected. That's what they say. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll put you on the show. All right, Brian, Brian, you got anything else, man? Are you ready to move, move on to the features? Uh, we can move on to the features. 
Hold, hold on a minute. Hold yeah. on. Um, about that Raw movie, um, there was just some stuff, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it too, about um, people passing out or throwing up yes. through, through the movie. I'm like, there's there's been so many other movies. It, it, it goes all the way back to the 70s from, from, from what I remember. Oh, yeah. There's always something like that. Oh man, I, people are throwing up and passing out, and, and they can't they can't handle it. I'm just like, okay. I mean, all these movies that these past movies that they've been talking about about people throwing up and this and that. I've seen all those movies, right. and I not not once did I feel like throwing up or anything. So uh, this one, I mean, the trailer looks cool. It looks like a good movie. I'll watch it, and I have I have no problem with people eating raw whatever. But um, I I think I think My the only movie. I there was one movie I seen to where it, it made me like gag and dry heave. It was a movie called uh, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Have you seen that? What? Dude, come on, man. <laughs> I've, just... never, I've never heard of that. You're making this shit up, dude. No, dude, it... death metal band. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was on Netflix uh, a, a couple years ago. Right, a, a buddy of mine turned me on to it. Um, it was kind of uh, almost like those um, August Underground movies, all real gritty. Uh, right. Seems like someone filmed it with a video camera, VHS video, Ooh. video camera. Huh? And uh, I, I couldn't even tell you what the story was about. It, it was it was so stupid, but um, <laughs> it, it's, it, sa- it says it in the title. I mean, the, the, the vomit dolls. Right. And if you're going to go see a movie called Slaughtered Vomit Dolls, you better be ready for that kind of shit. <laughs> oh, yes. And there was plenty of it, man. They were they were throwing up in, in the cups and drinking it. Oh, and, no. Two girls wake and, up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and there was this I, – I, if, if, if this was the movie that, I, that I'm talking about, there was a scene where um, right. a, a guy uh, – I killed this one dude and like busted open his head and started eating his his brain. What? And then yeah, then threw it up back into the guy's top of his head and then like right. slurped it back up again and oh man, it was crazy. I, but it was it was a stupid movie. But my buddy was like, "You gotta watch this. You gotta watch this." I mean, right. I, I sat through the whole movie, but some of it I'm cool when 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 you know it's fake. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but. <laughs> When these guys were throwing up, I mean, there was no way around how that was fake. I mean, they were really oh, making themselves Christ, throw up man. and then drinking it back again. Oh, that's what. Okay, yeah, sounds. See, that's, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to watch gross just for the sake of gross. <laughs> that's but what I was. <laughs> any any movie though, if you think about it, that's had that sort of buzz around it, where people are fainting in the theater and all that stuff. Most of it. Most of the time when the movie comes out, is it right. is it so grotesque that you can't stand it? Well, no. But is it a pretty decent movie? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. when you talk about like Evil Dead and The Exorcist and stuff like that, that's what I think of when, when sure. things like that happen. Yeah, this movie came out in 2006. It was directed by – this is a stupid name Lucifer, – Lucifer Valentine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that's his real name, I'm sure. And the name sounds like a death metal band. <laughs> That's the cast man. in it. There's somebody named Pig Lizzie, Princess Pam, Miss Pussy Pants. Tell me, Alan, tell me, Alan Nasty. You sure I'm finding those people and starting one. <laughs> you sure this wasn't a porno you watched, man? And <laughs> no, but Damn, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was on Netflix, and that—that's what right. kind of worried worried Netflix. me about. 
Yes, it was on the streaming. That's what kind of bothered me a little on Netflix. I was like, right? Did did they watch this before they nope uh, agreed <laughs> to put it on? It's not on there anymore. So I think people right. finally uh, somebody complained, brought, huh? Yeah, but I was like, this is on there because I, well, I remember when I first got Netflix, my little my little guys were little and. Uh, they had it on their Xboxes and everything, and I told them, "Look, I mean, you guys can watch whatever you want on here, but do not watch this movie." I'm sure it probably made them watch it. I was well, about to say, yeah, you just, don't yeah. press the red button. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! But I, there's that feature on Netflix of when whatever you watch, sometimes go, oh, just because you watch this, you might like these movies. Oh, so, right. oh, oh no. <laughs> There was no way around it, but uh, that movie's not on there anymore. And if any of you listeners have seen it, um, yeah, right. it, it's 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 crazy. But I think that's the only movie that kind of made me want to gag and then like dry heave and everything. But yeah, but it's it's like after watching that, I can probably get through Raw and not even. Um, sure. I could probably sit there and eat something while I'm watching that movie. <laughs> All right, man. Well, on that on that note, uh, I need a pa- I need a palate cleanser. And uh, I can't. <laughs> so we're gonna do that with zombies, right? <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't think of a, a better uh, palate cleanser than Mila Jovovich. Could you? Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so time for our featured attractions. This week we explore the Resident Evil franchise. So we start out by talking about the original 2002 Resident Evil director and writer Paul W. S. Anderson. Also known for Event Horizon and Death Race. That's my man. <laughs> uh, director Paul W.S. Anderson and star Mila Jovovich became engaged the following year. Smart to- man. I'm yeah, well, you. hopefully he doesn't fuck up like the uh, the other guy that married Beckinsale we were talking about. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah, oh, he fucked the same up. Same situation, huh? <laughs> right. Man, these movies are so similar. Very similar, man. Um,. To prepare for their roles, the actors playing Commandos and also Mila Jovovich and Eric Mabius had a week of Commando training. It included climbing, martial arts, weapons handling, etc. with former Navy SEALs James Butler. A whole week? Uh, a whole week. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, for them, I mean, wow. that's... <laughs> for, for, for me right now, that would be a lot, man. Uh, but here, this is interesting. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was originally offered the role of Alice. Oh, this movie would have been that. fucking horrible. Yeah, totally different. Stolen in her cooch, having high society B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Kevin. Kevin, you're our guest, man. You want to you want to get it going? Oh, this movie's badass. I love it. Uh, the the I love Mila. She's awesome. She's beautiful and she's hot and everything. But the movie that made the, the person that want, made me want to go see this was Michelle Rodriguez because I yeah. love oh, yeah. her. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's always that badass uh, on a kick ass and kill everything person in pretty much everything she's done. But I and mean, she's hot while she does it. <laughs> uh, quick story, real quick. I met her at uh, Comic Con one year. It was uh, during um, Machete uh, when that movie was coming out. Oh, cool. She was that uh, they had a Machete party, and uh, she was one of the DJs. And I was standing like right in front of her DJ booth, snapping like a million pictures a second. And she's and, uh, like, Get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when she when she was done with her set, she was like waving goodbye to everybody. And since I was like the closest one to her, uh, I stuck my hand out, and then she grabbed my hand. And uh, like squeeze it, and I was like, "Oh, I almost passed out." And to but it was, the hotel room. 
Finish the story, man. Come on. It was was like touching the clouds. She had such soft hands, but that she that she walked out of my life, and I never saw her again. She sparkled like a vampire. (laughs) But I mean, but this movie is awesome, man. I I loved it. I mean, I do. I love the video games. I've only played uh, uh, the first three on uh, PS One, and then that other game. I think it was like codenamed Veronica. I think that was the first game that came out for PS2. And then after that, man, they were spitting out these games left and right. And uh, Yeah, it kind of loses some appeal when they come out like one after another like that, huh? Yeah. yeah didn't, a, didn't a new one just come out? I think so. I, I don't know. It seems like they come out like every month. Um, yeah. But, I mean, this movie was good. I mean, it kind of... Almost started like the movie or like the game, but not really because there wasn't right. a. Uh, uh, and I remember in the first game, there was like a whole uh, the stars team went into that big mansion and pretty much stayed in there before, before they went underground. But this one, right? Because um, I don't remember there being an Alice character. I, I know there was, but I can't remember which game she popped up in. I want to yeah, say. I don't think she was in the first one. Yeah, I, I want to say the second or. I don't remember, but someone's probably yelling at me. But um, I mean, the games were the games were good, and the reason I love those games is because they were scary. Right. Uh, I, I liked what they did for when when those games came out in the '90s, and then and it was good. And when this movie came out, I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm all on board." And I went and saw it. And for uh, this is what is there five, six, no, six of them now. Um, this is probably my favorite one out of all of them, and it was cool. I was while I was watching. Uh, uh, this first one uh, before I saw the new one and I just realized that, damn she was so young looking yeah she, she was like baby face and this was didn't she yeah I mean she she she's she's a mom now so she's a milf but it it was just it was cool to see her how she just stayed hot from movie to movie and even now I mean she's she's a beautiful young lady and yeah. I'm just like oh man but um I'm all for it I mean I, lo- I loved all these movies uh this one being my favorite one like I said and uh, I liked what they did with it I mean they did give it that uh zombie it was a zombie this one was the a zombie movie maybe because later on in the rest of the movies they went all crazy with all these other crazy umbrella experiments right uh, but I mean, I liked it because this one, like the first game, it stuck with the zombies and it stuck mm-hmm. with uh, like the liquors and uh, the um, the little zombie dogs or whatever the, those the Doberman Pinschers were. <laughs> yeah, so those were some I thought it was dogs, huh? But the only problem I had with this movie was the CGI. I, I know it was early yeah. CGI, but it, it was oh the, the way the li- <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> the way the liquors looked. Huh? Yeah, I was. I was kind of like, Ugh, oh. but I mean, for but what for what the movie was, man, I, I really enjoyed it, and I love this movie. Photoshop. <laughs> we're uh, sorry, we're looking at pictures. <laughs> he's, he's finding nude pictures of Mila Jovovich, and I'm like, no, dude, that's Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, some of these are real, though, man. That's not real. That's not real. That's Photoshop. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we can do a new segment, huh? Real or Photoshop? <laughs> anyway, so you uh, so you really enjoyed this one, then. Yeah, I love this one. What'd you think, Brian? Oh, I I love the whole series. Um, she, uh, in my opinion, Mila Jovovich is the one that sells this movie. Um, yeah, she's a a beautiful ass kicker to the point where I even I even like that horrible movie. Uh, you guys ever see Ultraviolet? 
Oh, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that bad. I kind of liked it. It wasn't that. That bad. would no, that's some bad CGI right there. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that too much. That came out like in the nineties. Yeah, it? I'd have to go back yeah. and watch it again. But um, yeah, I love the character of Alice. You know, um, I the movies kind of as it progresses, the the story gets a little jumbled. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to the new one. That's but, what I um, is, too, man. Is is far as as far as this one this this is one of my this is probably my favorite out of all of them damn and, uh yeah and uh that uh he, kevin brought it up the scene with the with the with the doberman pinches mm-hmm. that was that's the scene that always sticks out to me yeah um, right well and in, in the video game in that first one when the dogs come out man that's some scary shit you know i've, I've never played the games oh dude ever. the first one Go back and play. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know if it'd be the same magic now, because you know, with the new graphics and all that. But dude, that first game was magic when it came out. It was scary as shit. So, what, yeah. would you Would you guys say this this movie's pretty close to the video game? Parts. As far as the, as far as the scenarios and the monsters and everything. I, I would just say parts of it. Yeah, it okay. kind of it kind of stays half ass true to the storyline, and so it's right. got parts of the the game in it, but it doesn't really stick to it. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm, I, I guess I'll go next. I'm, I'm going to go in a little bit uh, <laughs> different direction here, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I really did. Uh, I really did enjoy the. Uh, I did enjoy the 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 intro, where it was taking place in the office building, and the lady got stuck in the elevator, and you thought she was going to get her head chopped off, but then she kind of got saved, and then the elevator goes up real fast, and her mm-hmm. head her, her head comes off. Oh yeah. I yeah. thought that was kind of cool and. I really liked a lot of the, you know, I liked the graphics in that part of it, but I don't know. To me, it kind of felt like once they started showing the zombies and shit, I just thought it looked like a, a, a bunch of actors wearing pancake makeup. Uh-huh. I thought they were really, you know, I mean, I, I guess I've been spoiled on, you know, because this was 2002. This was like, what, s- seven or eight years before we even got The Walking Dead. But still, so, man, I just if you don't the have the technology really cheesy, to do it, man. then don't do it. You know? Well, and the CGI, fuck, as, as somebody else brought up, it was just fucking horrible. Yeah. I mean, terrible, man. Um, and, and some of the CGI in the, new, in the new movie wasn't the best, but it got a lot better, I thought. And this one, I thought, in my opinion, this movie just kind of got a little bit worse as it went on. Um, I love seeing Michelle Rodriguez. I love seeing uh, uh, the dude from The Following. Um, what, what's that actor's name? I, I can't think of the, the guy's name right now. The one that ended up being kind of the asshole that gave them all up. Oh, uh, there guy. Purefoy, James Purefoy. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see him. I I didn't remember him having been in this. Oh, he um, that that guy falls under my stupid people. Oh, man. Why, all right. Well, why go, would go go into it, man? We'll play the we'll uh, play the music for that in a few weeks. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm sorry for hijacking your your uh, review, but why would you do? Why would you release the virus? I never understood why he did that. Right. Well, and I think we'll get into that a little later. Uh, as well but yeah i i kind of had the same question that like the whole time i was like why is this happening i don't understand <laughs> i'm sorry uh, I, it, it just popped in my head i was why did you do that you're right uh, didn't he ex- 
didn't he explain why he did it? Yeah, he kind of uh, now. What was the reason you got, Kevin? I I, I want to say he did it for money. Somebody paid him to do it. Um, Man, you'd have to pay me a lot of fucking money to release a virus. Well, I mean, I think he was just trying to release it in the hive to kill them. Was that what it was? Uh, that's what I got, but I'm not. I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, now now that I'm thinking about, it, I don't want to go into the new movie, but I think it kind of gets explained in the new movie. Right. But at the same time, it still doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you would you would do it for money. <laughs> I don't know I how much about. We'll, we'll get to it when we get into the spoilers for the movie that yeah. came six movies fucking later. Yeah, where where are you gonna <laughs> where are you gonna where are you gonna spend this money at? Exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, I definitely uh, again. I liked the I liked a lot of the actors that were in it. I didn't think any of them gave like a stellar performance. I thought Mila Jovovich was was good. Uh, this Eric Mabius guy. Everything I see him, and I think he's a douchebag. I mean, he was in Ugly Betty, and he's been in a couple other things that that AJ's watched, a bunch of chick flicks and stuff. I mean, who I, was he? Uh, he was kind of like the main guy that helped her out. The dude that was sort of like... Uh, was he Chris? Well, he's the one at first. Didn't they handcuff him? Because they thought maybe he was up to oh. some nefarious things. Oh, the yeah. the, the chick's uh, brother? Is that yeah, what that was? Okay, see, I yeah. didn't even catch that. Um, like the, um, the, yeah, the, the chick that Amila was was working with. Okay. Uh, she, di- she died That's in right. the hive. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, it was her brother. He was like a cop that just transferred there to Raccoon City. Uh, his name was Matt. Okay, yeah, he's in the game then. I think I remember him being in the game or something. But I did, I did like the the scene that stuck out for me was, of course, the hallway with the lasers. Right, that was oh, classic. Yeah. Um, I thought the Red Queen was creepy as hell, being yeah. a little British girl. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I really liked the way they explained her story later on in the series. But um, again, six movies later. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I, <laughs> I did not leave thinking this was, like, a great movie. I, I just thought that the CGI was just too fucking terrible. I just thought that if they had had a bigger budget, they could have done a lot more with it. It was just my opinion. And, and I just thought the zombie makeup was terrible. Um, I thought they were in some situations where, you know, I mean, there's no fucking way these people wouldn't have gotten bit. You know, like the guy that gets thrown down into 16 million zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. comes out without a bite on him. You know, give <laughs> wait, me a wait, break. How is he still alive? <laughs> yeah, it's just not, just not my cup of tea. I mean, who, who else, who, want, who wants to go next, say anything well, I, else about it? Because I, I think, oh, you think haven't even just, gone yet, I think have it's you? just me left, yeah. Um, man, I, I kind of, see, I kind of felt that way when it first came out because I was a big fan of the game. And, uh... And video game movies are, I don't know if you guys know this or not, not historically awesome. <laughs> so when this one came out, I, was, I had a little skepticism in it. And uh, I, I saw it, and I, you know, it, it kind of fell middle of the road. Uh, I felt like they had some cool death scenes, which is sort of what they were going for, I felt like, in most of the whole movie. Uh so it was it was worth watching, and it's one that I had to see, but it wasn't one that was like I was in love with. Uh, going back and rewatching it now, though, I forgot a how beautiful Mila Jovovich is. Holy crap, dude, she's gorgeous. <laughs> like I, I I don't know, she was never really my thing when I was younger. You, but you know what? I actually think she's gotten hotter by the final chapter. Maybe, man. <laughs> she's I, I, she's I really would have pretty. to agree. Yeah, she's, she's a milf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And I like I like her like red dress, biker shorts, oh yeah, leather jacket, kicking mm-hmm. ass thing that she does in this movie. I thought that was super cool. Um, so while some of it was cheesy, the special effects and and yeah, definitely the CGI. I hate it. Oh man, For, there was there was that that like ten year span where CGI was just fucking terrible, and they used mm-hmm. it in every movie, and it irritated the shit out of me. And this is no different. Because it's right at the beginning of that. <laughs> and uh, aside from that, though, I think it was I think it was a fun movie. Like like you said, uh, you know, maybe they could have done a lot more with it with uh, a bigger budget, or maybe if it had come out later, you know, where they were a little more um, uh, a little more advanced in their CGI stuff. But again, you know, I mean, if you can't if if you haven't perfected that technique, then just use practical effects. Maybe it's a little more expensive, but man, it's going to make a way better movie. Yeah, yeah, Kevin, I, I think you're I think you, uh, you you're always telling us. I, I know you've told us more than once. Don't judge uh, don't judge an older movie by the graphics necessarily, but judge it more by like the story and the acting, right? Yeah, I mean, but. Special effects wise, I mean, I just watched this recently, and I mean, I, when I when I when you when I first saw it in two thousand two, I was like, oh man, that was cool. But then, right. as we go along with all these other movies and how the CGI just gets better and better every month, um, this one, yeah, I mean, I agree with the. Uh, I mean, even the practical effects, like like the makeup for the zombies, it just it 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 wasn't good. I mean. A lot of the eighty, a lot of the eighties zombie movies. I mean, that makeup. Had better some of it was effects, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of it, some of it was shit, but a lot of it was good. Right. And like, I figured, well, hire some of those guys to come in and and make it look look good in this. I mean, especially the CGI looking zombies, where like part of their faces were missing. Her. I mean, it, right? It it looked horrible, but right. I mean. I mean, it's only like seconds that, that it's on the screen, but I mean, just like, eh, yeah, bigger budget. I think they could have hired a, a, a maybe a more a more a better crew yeah. to to do it. But I mean, here we are talking about it should be better when none of us don't make movies or anything. Well, right. <laughs> Good point. And also another another side note, uh, I think that the storyline was super jumbled. It still doesn't really make sense to me going back and watching it. Uh, none of them really do, except this last one. <laughs> to me, I mean, it's like they make it too complicated, and you're like, but wait, wasn't that? Ah, fuck it. There's shit blowing up. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually for this for this episode, I actually went through the whole series. Oh, and of course you did. It, it, it it's, it's jumbled, mess, right? Yeah. It's yeah, they don't to say the least. <laughs> That's why when we get when we get to spoilers with the new one, I I, right. I want to bring something up because oh, I was cool. just like, right, yeah, I was just like, huh? <laughs> well, Kevin, uh, Kevin, you're going to give it a pretty pretty good score, right? Yeah, well, hold on. One more thing, real quick. Uh, with this movie, I've noticed that it borrowed a lot of uh, uh, scenes from. Uh, there was a well, not a lot of scenes, but a, a few scenes. There was a movie that came out in 1980 called Night of the Zombies. Um, it's called Hell of the Living Dead. If you trying to trying to look for, it. I don't I don't know why right. they changed it. I don't know why they changed the title. Um, but when I saw it in the movie theater, it was called Night of the Zombies. Uh, it was kind of almost like a ripoff of Dawn of the Dead. Not mm-hmm. so much being in the mall. It was um, a SWAT crew. It was an Italian horror movie. Uh, it was a SWAT. Okay. All right. A SWAT. A SWAT team went into. Uh, try to save these people in this like village, and then they ended up into a, like a. Um, 
like a boiler room factory type of place. Oh, and some of, okay, okay. Some of the uh, the imagery uh, from Night of the Zombies. It looks like uh, the people of Resident Evil. Maybe they went back and started watching all kinds of crazy zombie movies. And sure, and it was almost like not so shot for shot, but maybe like scene for scene uh, mm. of some of that that they put it in this one. Maybe they were just trying to just pay homage to the old zombie movies before. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, that that's what I, I noticed that the very first time I seen it, because I, I love all those uh, 80s um, Italian zombie movies they did. Okay. And uh, but when I when I first saw this and I was I was sitting there with uh, my buddy of mine, he watches all that crazy shit that I watch, too. And I was like, hey, man, this looks like Night of the Zombies. He goes, that's what I was thinking. So but it, it was cool. I, I liked how they did that. And um, I think this is the only one that was really much like a zombie movie, because like when we get into the other ones, we got all these other crazy things like Nemesis and and all that coming after Alice and her crew. But um Bottom line, I love this movie, and if we're going to go right into ratings with this, I would give it a eight. Oh wow! Wow, man, that's that's high. That's high marks, man. Yeah. Mainly because of Michelle. There you go, man. Yes, yeah, she's, she's got to be worth something right there, huh? <laughs> uh, I think I went next. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Wow. Um, Mila, I give it for Mila. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definite ass kicker. Right. Um, um, the 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 CGI was horrible. I I kind of don't agree with the with the makeup. I think uh, for the overall like background zombies, I think it was that that was kind of horrible. But like, right. For example, uh, Michelle Rodriguez when she turned, I thought her makeup was was on point was really good yeah mm-hmm. so um yeah i give it a 7.5 it is definitely cool. my favorite out of all of them yeah like i said i'm go- i'm kind of going the opposite way guys i'm uh i'm <laughs> i'm gonna give it a three Ouch. <laughs> oh. i'm gonna give it a three <laughs> man so i give one point for Mila, one point for um for the for the hallway scene with the lasers and of course one point for michelle and that's that's about it what, what about you phil <laughs> Uh, man, going back and watching, I think I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Um, I think, uh, like, I kind of, I kind of want to push it to seven, but the story doesn't make any sense. But they kill people in a lot of cool ways, so that is true. That, that was that fun. Is true. <laughs> it was definitely a fun movie. Uh, don't pay too much attention to the story because it doesn't really matter. And it's like, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> you know, where the points don't really matter. All right, so you guys ready to move on to the final chapter? Let's do, Let's do it. it. And uh, this time we won't forget to give our scores before going to sports. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, director and writer. Uh, again, this name's familiar, Paul W.S. Anderson. Where have I heard that before? Who that guy? So this is actually, I think we have reviewed more of his films than anybody else for the really? podcast. Yeah, because we did uh, Event Horizon. Oh, right. Oh, uh, yeah. So anyway, we know, we know that we're starting to learn about this guy a little bit so you can probably guess i may not give you give this one the best rating based on my ratings on the other two so i guess we'll just have to see um anyway trivia a number of youtubers i thought this was really cool actually uh i they say youtubers i guess they're guys that had their own podcast or their own youtube channels but they happen to be in cape town south africa for a convention they were given a chance to appear in sequences for the film as zombies. That's oh, pretty cool. Wow. 
Well, they had a whole um, horde of zombies running the whole time behind them. So. Well, for sure. <laughs> uh, the film was originally slated to start filming in fall 2013 for a September 12, 2014 release date, but was canceled for a 2016 release instead. The, se- the reason for the film delay was due to the series star Mila Jovovich becoming pregnant with her second child. Could have been hard to do some of those stunts. Yeah, pregnant. a little. Uh, Ricardo baby weight fast, huh? <laughs> big time. <laughs> Ricardo Cornelius was a crew member on the film shoot in South Africa when he was standing near a Humvee that was located on a rotating platform. Apparently, the Humvee was not properly secured and it slid off the platform. According to Deadline, when this happened, it pinned Cornelius against a wall. <laughs> Pretty gruesome, huh? And crushed him. Yeah. The crew... I always try to find where gruesome piece of trivia, you know? Until you hear about how many idiots fall asleep underneath Humvees and right. then roll off in the morning and kill them. The crew, <laughs> the crew member was rushed to the hospital and placed on life support, but he, pa- but he did pass away a few hours later. So there's your gruesome trivia of the week. Um, all right, Kevin, how, how does this one stack up, man? Uh, before, didn't someone else... Uh die making one of the other ones i remember you know, i was I, I was just thinking that i think somebody uh one of the other resident evil i think someone did die no shit. someone yeah. got somebody got scalped i think like scalped. uh yeah well <laughs> i think they were doing something with the um like with a motorcycle and they there was a like a i don't know something uh uh a light or something kind of fell broke. And then when he, whoever it was rode under, I think it was the one of the resident evil movies rode under it super fast. And it like scalped him. I, I don't know if it oh, killed him sure. or not, but I remember somebody got hurt on one of the other movies. Brandon Lee came out of the sky and whooped his ass. But this movie, man, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I have some stuff to say during the spoilers, but um, for what it was, I mean, it was just to me. I mean, I loved all of them. Uh, It was just as good as the other ones. I mean, all the all the action and everything. I I was loved that there was there was more zombie action in this one. And um, uh, I think one of the other main things I loved about it, but she she wasn't in it very long, was uh, Ruby Rose. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was she was the character Abigail. I didn't even know she was in this because I had just seen it. I had just I, uh, seen her in that, that new Triple X movie. Yeah, I, w- I was going to ask you, how was she in that? Because it seems like they're pushing her to be like an action star because she's going to be in a John Wick. Oh, yeah. oh damn. Um, she was badass in that. I mean, uh, she was on that show, Orange is the New Black, and yeah. she, yes. was kind of, she was kind of uh, the bitch that was uh, trying to uh, butt in on Piper's business, her uh, underwear business. Right. But, um, um, yeah, I, I was kind of like... In other words, oh. wow! <laughs> I, I was kind of like, I don't like this chick, man. But then, I mean, I always thought she was hot, and I loved all her right. her tattoos. I think one of the main reasons I love her is uh, she's got a, a tattoo of a uh, Leonardo, uh, the Ninja Turtle, and he's my favorite. No. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's real. It's it. Um, so, I'm but yeah, in triple in triple X. In Triple X, she was badass in that, and uh, I'm hoping she kicked. I was when she, I was shocked that she was in this. I was like, "Oh, sweet, there's mm-hmm. Ruby Rose," and eh, she she was in it, but she, there wasn't much of her. Um, but I'm hoping I'm hoping that she kicks ass like more in uh, uh, John Wick Two. Yeah, um, it looks like it looks like in the trailer she got a fight scene with John Wick. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I I think she she can act. Guy. She she can play the role. She can be she can be the bitch. She can be the mm-hmm. person that kicks ass. And I mean, she looks hot. And uh, putting guns in her hands uh, just makes her hotter. So, but yeah, mean bond chick. Yeah, that's. Thought about that. Oh, um, and the other thing about uh, Ruby Rose in this movie is they she must have had those uh, sleeves on or something where because none of her tattoos were on her. She's pretty much like all over her neck, all over her arms, and this she was running around in tank top and she didn't have no tattoos. So I'm sure they just. uh, I don't know. They just erased them all. But um, the movie was good. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed it just as much as the other ones. And it was the same, all pretty much all the same stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I can get into it a little more during spoilers. But for, for what it was, I did enjoy this movie. And uh, I don't know where I would put it and if I'm ranking all of them. But um, Brian? It, it was good. I, I love this movie. Brian? Um I I enjoyed it. Um, I like how they um, just went straight into the action. Yeah, right. um, there 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 is a few plot points that go back to other movies that I I was kind of I don't know if they recognized that they kind of made a mistake on or they just said fuck it and this is what it is or but uh, we'll get in that in the spoilers but um mm, I'm interested Mila's kicking that. ass again um she's got a lot of tech, I, 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 I I like the uh there was more zombies in this yeah um ah but i can't i i can't stand what's her name uh Allie Larder, Allie Larder? and her one, fucking oh, and her Allie fucking Larder? teeth and her fucking teeth man i can't her overbite i've always liked that's her. all you see is her upper teeth every I time i think about her is her I've, upper teeth i've never had a right. problem with her i think she's got a unique look and i'm not a, I, I'm not a guy I, that likes blondes but I, I always felt like they try to they try to make they try to make it seem like she's alice's equal in these movies oh uh, yeah that's true i don't and and because they always play off alice is special mm. well because she plays claire i think claire was in the original game, is that right? I think I I want to say she was one of the 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 stars team people. Yeah, but like I, I think she was one of the she was if she wasn't in the first one, she was definitely in the second one. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she was in the first one because I I remember when she popped up in the in the second movie and I was really excited. I was like, oh okay, well this is who is supposed to be in the movie. Oh, she's been around as long as the second movie, huh? Yeah. Oh okay. I think. Yeah. Um. I also like Ruby Rose. You know. I I. I'm hoping she's she's gonna be badass in John Wick too, and mm-hmm. um, I also don't know where I would rank this one. I really enjoyed it. I thought the action was fast paced. They did a better job on the CGI. Um, understatement, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking understatement. But um, I really enjoyed it. Twenty years that's, that's pretty. I, I just uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I gotta say because I, I want to get to spoilers. Right. Well, surprise, surprise, guys! I fucking love this movie. Wow! I fucking loved it from the, <laughs> from the very from the very beginning. There was just so goddamn much action in it, and I, I thought that the special effects were like head and shoulders above the other. And I really loved the uh, the the scenes where they were where they were in the tanks and they made her uh, walk behind the oh, tank or yeah, run yeah. behind the tank and. All those fucking hordes of zombies were going around her, and she was having to fucking kick ass and run and be mm-hmm. handcuffed to the tank at the same time. I love the way they tied all the story together. I thought everything by the end of it made made sense. I thought it was 
I thought it was a lot more linear than the first one was. I thought mm-hmm. they wrapped everything up. I love the way that they used... Uh, okay, spoilers, we'll, we'll wait for that. But they used, um, you know, maybe maybe one particular person played a few different roles. We'll just say that. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat, the way that they did yeah. that. So, I don't know, man. I just thought this was a roller coaster of a ride. Now, it might have helped that I saw it in the movie theater. You know, that always adds something to it. Because the original one, I think I'd only seen on TV. But I just found this thing to be fucking head and shoulders above the rest. This was the movie that I wanted from the first one. And granted, I haven't seen any of the the ones in between. But if they're anything like this one, then shit, I'm gonna go back and watch them because this I had a fucking hell of a time at the movie with this one. Nice. Yeah, I think that the ones on the the ones in between are probably a little more like the first one to me, where they're they're fun action. They've got a lot of good stuff, and they always suck you in. But there's nothing memorable really about him or about the storyline because the storyline doesn't make any sense. Zombie um, crows. But they're you know that's all I gotta say. Right? <laughs> they're 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 fun to watch. There's a lot of action and blowing shit up and like in in this one they had the the okay that that big demon fucking zombie at, that at with, the beginning like, with like the bugs legs and shit that was so gross looking <laughs> it was freaking me out yeah so they had some cool this has to be how pitch black started i think <laughs> you know right so uh i i liked it man it was it was a lot of fun action not a ton of substance um but the the storyline was simple mm-hmm. that's what i liked about it yeah I, it was it was it was like you said very linear uh they cleaned up the whole why did this happen situation mm-hmm. perfectly and I it's it's like they finally made a movie that made sense um i was i was digging the crazy ugly mutants uh they even had their random asian bad guy who happened to be a martial artist <laughs> uh, you know and, and it goes back to the the video game stuff where you've got your invincible hero where you never really worry that she's gonna die throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. um so uh, that's uh, there's that's kind of a double-edged sword. Sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's bad. If you if you if you like that Walking Dead world where uh, where everybody has a chance to be dead in the next episode, um, this one may not be for you. <laughs> but if you like the invincible hero that kicks ass, there you go. There you go. Uh, you guys, ready for ratings? Uh yeah, I think so. Kevin. Yeah, um, one more thing. What I liked about this one was in the very beginning, it started where the last one ended with that whole uh, the aftermath of the battle in Washington, D.C. And then when she comes crawling up in the beginning of this one, she comes crawling up out of that manhole or whatever it was. Okay. It it was all just ruined and and everyone was gone and everything. So, I mean, I love that because some of them didn't start where the other movies left off. Um, but man, that that was cool. I think that was one of the one of the key points of the movie that that I enjoyed. I mean, and as far as wrapping up everything, well, I mean, about the the movies before, they kind of left more questions. Whoa, what about this and what about that? But I don't know. But but for for it all, this movie does wrap up a lot of that stuff. Um, but as far as a, a rating, I think I'm going to give this one a uh, a seven. Um, I mean, it, it was good. I, I, I loved it. I mean, if Michelle was in it, I'd give it a higher rating. But um, <laughs> couldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, seven is what, what I'm going to go with. 
Not too bad, yeah. man. Not bad at all. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm also going to give it a seven. It, to me, was from start to finish, straight action. There's a few uh, plot points that don't add up to me. That's why I'm only giving it a seven. And I'd right. rather have Michelle Rodriguez than Ali Larder. <laughs> well, yeah. Fucking Ali Larder. <laughs> Any day of the week, huh? Look, you didn't like you I didn't like, like her, Water, but Michelle Michelle Rodriguez is a badass. I'm, I'd definitely rather have her. I, I, I would I be, I would believe Michelle Rodriguez kicking ass the way they had Ali Larder. I just yeah, I don't know. True. I just never. She wasn't even my favorite character on on Heroes when that show was out. She she you doesn't did, really come off as a tough chick. No, she comes off how she was in in. Uh, what was it? Varsity Blues. Yeah. That's how she yeah. comes off to me. That's what I was going to say. You didn't like her in that with the whipped cream? Yeah, I liked her in that. <laughs> her, her best role ever. Um, I, 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 I also liked her in those uh, first two. Um, what the hell were those movies when they were cheating death? Um, oh, oh uh, Destination. Final Destination. Yeah, I, I yeah. liked yeah, her she, in those two. Yeah, she, yeah, she, was, she was pretty good in that. I'll give I give it that. I got no. I'm looking at a number of pictures. Now we're looking at pictures of her. <laughs> I, got, I got no problems with her, guys. Funny naked pictures of her. Yeah. No problem at all, man. <laughs> Overbite or not? So would you give it a seven, Brian? Yeah, I gave it a seven. All right. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a little higher, guys. I'm giving it a seven and a half. Wow. Yeah, I really, like I said, man. It was like just getting on a roller coaster in the first two minutes of the movie and just never getting off. Yeah. And, and I really fucking appreciated that. I love the fact that they brought a lot of characters back. They tied up a lot of loose ends. I just thought it was a, a well-done film from start to finish. I, I really had fun. A lot of fun. In fact, I want to go see it again in 3D now. That'd be kind of fun, man, especially with that big creepy demon with the bug arms, man. This, mm-hmm. this, one, this one is cool to see in the theaters. Go check it out. Uh... I, you know, I think I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to go with the other guys. Uh, I, I think it was a little bit better than the first one for me. Um, the rest of the movies in the middle will kind of fall underneath somewhere. Because it's like a lot of those action movies where you watch them and you don't really remember what happened the next day. Like when you said that she got up out of the, the chaos from the last movie. Well, I, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I know I saw the last movie, but I couldn't tell you what happened in it. And uh, I, this one, I feel like, was a little more memorable, um, maybe because I just saw it. <laughs> but but I liked it. I I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I'm, I was I was more impressed than I expected to be. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, yeah, I was uh, uh, just so pleasantly surprised with this, guys. After after the first one, I just uh, I just can't say enough about it. Uh, you guys want to spoil? A spoil. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, who's who's going first? Uh, I just want to uh, get right into the the origin of the Red Queen. Oh, okay. Was it had a completely different origin in the in the second movie? I believe it was. And the the oh. the girl the girl and the father were actually in the second movie. Right, I thought they were. Okay. So I was I was really confused, 
And um, that that really just and I believe they changed the name, the actual name of the girl too. Really? Um, so I'm not, that, yeah, that, that took you out of it a little bit, then, huh? So yeah, they, a little they bit. Acted like the second movie didn't exist, right? I, yeah, a little bit. And the other thing I kind of had a problem was this really the final chapter? It didn't look yeah, like it at the I end. Did it? That was I. I, I kind of had an issue with that too. It's always about the ending, you know. You got to do something good to end it, and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard to wrap it up sometimes. And you can I, I, you can I ruin a good song by fucking up that very last chord. You know. <laughs> yeah. This, I kinda, this, go ahead. This is what I got uh, when you see Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Um, what I got out of it: the final chapter of the T virus. Or was it? Yeah, T was it T virus? Was that what yeah. it was? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. It, it's the it was the final chapter of that because uh, once they uh, released that the antivirus one and it killed everything within the uh, the vicinity of of where they broke it open, mm-hmm. but then later at at the end of the movie she said it's gonna it's still gonna take a few years for it to reach every inch of the earth. Right. So I think I think it was only the final chapter for the T virus. I mean that's what uh, I got. That's what I got out of it. And, and one more thing: How did Claire make it out of there when it exploded? Because <laughs> last I remember, she was she was sitting there, not doing anything, well, and it exploded. She, she got up and ran away. Oh, okay. She had to run really fast. Huh? <laughs> um, what was the the little queen's name uh, in this in this final chapter? Uh, let me look it up real quick. Was, was it Angie? Because young Alicia. Angie was the name of the little girl in the second one. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay, they changed it then. Well, obviously, the little girl in the second one was not the same person they were talking about in this movie. You don't think because, so? Yeah, well, but I, because, don't, I mean, did you see the second one? Uh, yeah, but it's been a long time. I don't specifically remember it. I mean, yeah, they acted like it was the same person, but, like, yeah, that that's a, that's a pretty major plot hole. <laughs> because, obviously, in this one... The the young Alice uh, would have had to have been like where they originated the Red Queen from was a hell of a lot longer than ten years ago mm-hmm. because yeah for sure yeah because uh, Alicia was super fucking old in this movie yeah yes. but she had that disease that aged her quickly remember oh is that what it so was that's how they got around that one yeah yeah no but I mean the whole T virus started that long ago I feel like uh, I feel like that she should have been a little girl a long time before that, and that's when they started developing this computer system or whatever. That's what it felt like to me. Right. So to say that the little girl was in the second movie as a little girl doesn't make any sense to me. Hmm. All right. What, um, what, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I, I, I don't think that um, the little red queen was actually uh, – in the first movie, they kind of said that they he based it on his daughter he, he didn't he didn't right. actually say he didn't actually say it was his daughter angie mm-hmm. um so i mean that's that's what I, i'm figuring about that because uh, in the first movie it was like the the little hologram little red queen was, was a lot younger and speaking of that cgi wise that one looked horrible um mm-hmm. this one looked actually better because i they think they really used uh, a real a little girl instead of a computer generated one it looked, um, it looked really cool she man. was very pretty it she looked, looked really like a cool. very very young mila jovovich yeah i mean i mean i think that's how they got around that that it was just he he based the red queen on his daughter it wasn't actually his daughter but right uh in this one it it 
it looked exactly like his daughter. So I don't know. Maybe he just took her image and changed her name. But um, well, and wasn't it was Alicia Marcus not his daughter? No, his daughter was Angie. Uh, according to the second movie or according to this movie? Sound like according the, to the second one. In the second movie, her name was Angie Ashford because but what was the in this one wasn't. Uh, I, I felt like that was that was it. That was Alicia. Was yeah, I mean, because that's why they started out the whole first scene of the movie with the dude and his daughter. In this one, it was called. It, was, it just called her uh, Alicia and the Red Queen. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what they're doing here. I mean, I don't know. They may. I mean, they may have retconned a little bit, you know. Yeah. Like they said, well, that that storyline didn't work out too well, so let's just fucking rewrite it. It didn't make any sense <laughs> anyway. Nobody remembers it. We'll just skip over that part. Here, here's the thing. I've only seen the first one and this one, so maybe I maybe I enjoyed this one more than you guys because I didn't get bothered by you know the fact that they went and changed something. You know. Well, I don't remember any of the storyline from any of the others because they didn't make right? any sense. What did you guys think about the what what'd you guys think about the clone uh doc or Jorah Mormont or whatever his name is in here, Dr. Isaacs? The clones of, of him or the different the different oh, versions. Yeah. How fucking cool was that? Did you guys see that coming? Was that like Hennessy in the other movies or what? I actually like that they explained that because I was throughout the yeah. series I'm like, you always try to figure out I thought this person died. Right. And they would show up in the next movie and they would never explain it. So I kind of I like how they uh, threw that in there that basically the upper umbrella executives were all clone or some of them were cloned or whatever. And the, the originals were in uh, cryo chambers or whatever. Right. So, it yeah, I like, like I like that whole in general, the writers should probably work, watch the other movies before they decide to write a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with with all the clones, well, the clone, the clone Alice, I assume, uh, where are spoilers now? So, but yeah, this, so she was a clone right from the get go, right? Right. Yes. Okay, in, because in she mansion. That's that's what they talked about in this movie. That's, she was that's when she was first created was in the mansion in the first movie. Yeah, they said she was. What was her name? Angie. Alice. Uh, the, no, the original, uh, the older Alicia, one, Alicia. Alicia. Yeah, she basically Alice was the woman that she was. She would have never had a chance to be. Right, because she had so. this degenerative wheelchair disease. Yes, <laughs> that's what I call them. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just now putting this together. The the <laughs> the Red Queen Alicia was the old Alicia in the wheelchair, right? Yeah. So. Okay. These movies, I, I, I'm just now getting that. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to see it again. Um, but I know I, I want to watch it again too because I'm like, well, <laughs> wait a minute. Now that you said that they explained it in the second movie, I got to go back and watch that one because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked that they kind of kind of did their homework with with trying to wrap this all up and uh, that Alice was a clone the the entire series. Um, I kind of figured that out right when they had that um, that meeting, well, meeting of the minds with everything, and they showed the that lady that the, they just showed the back of her head sitting there. At the yeah, table. I knew something was oh, going on there. There was a reason they were you. only showing the back of her head. You mm-hmm. know, as as soon as she spoke, I went off. Oh, that's Mila, mm-hmm. and that's then it. you you got that, huh? Yeah, and then when I was thinking, because all the previous movies, it was I don't know which one it was. It was like a million clones of her, and, and all that. And I was just sitting there thinking, please don't tell me she's a clone. 
and that that's what it turned out to be. I mean, I I mean, it was cool. I mean, I, I was all for it, and I, I was shocked that right. she was a clone this whole time. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, I need to go see this again. And now that we're talking about it, what did, yeah. hey, what did you what did you guys think about the uh, the battle sequences in Raccoon City when the tanks were showing up and and they were they were fucking. Basically killing everybody that were using human shields. That was, like that. That was really awesome. Two I, Towers-esque, man. I, that fucking, was I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, they had some serious epic battle scenes going. Although they could have picked a better spot than right on the top of a, of a tall building that they could have just blown up and everybody <laughs> fucking fell to their death. <laughs> yeah, there's just, yeah, there's not, not too many places to run and hide. Right. Especially when you got a tank with rocket launchers and... And a, and a horde of zombies behind it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was some of the best scenes, though. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what really brought me. Between well, that, it was just an action movie, man. Yeah, that's... the horde, the horde. I love the hordes following following behind the tanks. I love the way that she she fucked that guy up, and then made him him start going walking behind the tank. I thought that was fucking oh, yeah. hilarious. I love the battle sequences once they got there. Uh, what what did you guys think about when they when they showed all the. Uh, I guess, like, what they call them, like, the original founding fathers of... I'm, I'm mixing it up with uh, The Purge or whatever, but all the all those guys that were, like, in stasis to and be reawakened later after all the uh, the rest of the the planet got killed off. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 They are severely lacking in their safety OSHA hazard thing <laughs> on in that fucking building, man. <laughs> Who has a goddamn elevator that just shoots through and, and there's no rails or anything? <laughs> Okay, I mean, so that was what the hive was. It was just actually holding all those people in there this whole time, even from the first right. movie. Sounds like or it. Did, yeah. Sounds like it. Or or did they all go into it right when all hell broke loose uh, during the first movie? They saw. It or were they always they, in there? Because they, they, they knew it was. They knew it was coming, uh, man. They set everything in motion. I kind of feel like. So are they to 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 watch this movie and enjoy were, it, you kind of have to forget about the middle movies like the first movie and this one that's it. <laughs> were they just trying to start their own superior race by yeah, yeah. wiping out everyone with the T virus and then them coming out? Yeah, don't you don't you remember you guys remember that that uh, that little speech somebody gave about I forgot what it was it Doctor Isaacs yeah. that said look here's the problem. Uh, overpopulation, global warming, lack of water. This planet's not going to sustain us forever. So, of course, you know, they take the lazy way out. Instead of actually putting money into the space program and getting us like we should be doing now out to other planets where we can colonize and actually keep the human race going in that direction. Or we could stop destroying our own shit. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're, no, their solution is to just fucking kill everybody off except them and their immediate families. Yeah, that's I mean, this is opposite. an old story. This is an old story. I've seen this in... Kind of the I've read this in a lot of books and, and seen it in plenty of movies, but I just thought they... I thought they presented it really well. We're thought, all going to kill ourselves, really cool. so we should kill everybody. <laughs> That's the way it's going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems that way, man. Um, but th- there was something else I wanted to say about this movie. I just, oh man, I forgot. I mean, I, I 
bottom line. There's a lot in there, man. There's a lot, there's a lot <laughs> well, in this movie. And um, I'm, I'm glad that we had this spoiler discussion uh, because Brian kind of opened my eyes and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think I think you have to watch it as a standalone movie for it to uh, uh, for, for it to be as good, you know. I, I, and you have to still expect what you should expect from a Resident Evil movie. It's right. just fun action, you know. You're not going to get the most complicated pot line that is really going to make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Even though I feel yeah. like this made a whole lot more sense than the other movies. Yeah, now, now I got stuff coming back to my my mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kevin, you you remember the the one before it? Right, the one right before it. Yeah, uh, what was that? Retribution, or I think. Yeah, uh, w- what happened to her daughter? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I oh man, that, man. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> not a clue. Oh, dude, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Because I watched these, and then I just, I watched the Underworld ones after. So, right, um, um, I don't remember. See, see, with the Underworld, I think Resident Evil had better action, but I I, I felt like Underworld had a better story. Like, yes, it exactly. it was more consistent. Damn. That was that was put that on the sound bite for the headline of the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this is this is what I what I wanted to say. Um, uh, what's her face? Um, Claire, uh, Allie Larder. Uh, um, they were <laughs> they were already in that. Damn, they, were, Brian. <laughs> they were already in that building, and how long of it? How long? How, like it could have been days, weeks, maybe months before um, Alice found them. Because after she crawled out of Washington D.C. out of the manhole, uh, these people were. Or, um, Claire and all them were already at that building. Still hold up in Raccoon City, or yeah, outside of it, or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. how how long were they there? I mean, I because did they just happen to get there, and all those there was already people there that built that big barricade around the whole thing because they had like the, a drawbridge and that. Old, oh yeah, they had it all set up. Yeah, so yeah. I want to know: did they already get to that, and, and people already made it, or did they get there and make it? Because I want to think- know. What was the oh, time think, span between all that? I think she said she was found by uh, the one guy that was supposed to be like her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Who ended up but being was, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, like you you didn't see that one coming. Right. Well, and but, uh, here's one that irritated me too. When they when they were having that whole big war scene battle and uh, they, uh, they let that survivor go and run towards the little castle area that they had going and she's like, lower the drawbridge and grab her. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Person, you're gonna destroy your entire city. I'm sorry, dude. Leave no man behind goes out the window when it comes to situations <laughs> like that. Just be realistic. You can't be the good guy all the time. <laughs> I actually, I actually thought that was gonna go differently. I thought oh, that it was she, too. Yeah. That she was, she was gonna get in, and they were gonna close the door, but she was gonna like double cross them somehow. See, I, I thought so too, but either either way, it was a stupid move. There's no yeah. situation <laughs> where that was the smart thing to do. <laughs> I, I liked how they got a little medieval with the gasoline, dumping it yeah, down inside the building. That was cool, man. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Put it in the catapult. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Another thing, man, with the, since they came rolling up on them with the tanks that had the cannons, 
why shoot at the roof when you could have shot the center of the building and just brought the whole thing down? Yeah, no right. right. <laughs> but then there would be no movie. So yeah, you're putting you're putting a little too much logic behind a zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the, uh, any last minute things uh, anybody wants to cover, or we. We, we, I think uh, we pretty much covered it. Yeah, and I think I still stick with my uh, with my scoring as as far as a standalone movie goes. But although that glaringly obvious fucking plot hole that is the girl in the wheelchair, right, is irritating the shit out of me now. So oh, I'm gonna, no. have, to go You're back gonna and, have to go back. And yeah, see the I gotta go back now. and watch the second right. one. And I figure might it too. Out. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I definitely, like I said, I definitely want to go see this one in the theater again in 3D this time. That'd be cool. This, is, uh, one it, I, this is one I think is worth seeing in 3D. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't no? worth it. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. That sucks. <laughs> but I, I well, saw. Hey, wait a minute. You know what? In all fairness, Kevin, we are in spoilers now. So I, got, I guess I, I had that one coming. <laughs> I, I saw it in IMAX 3D and right? it didn't. The 3D didn't do anything. The only one that you needed to see in 3D was that very first one they did. Uh, it was Afterlife. That one okay. was the first one when the, when 3D was starting to come back and get big again. Uh, that one that one was really good in 3D because they knew it was going to be a 3D movie. Uh, I believe they used the 3D cameras and it it, it looked really good. After that, oh, yeah. I think they were, I think they were the rest of them were just converted. And this one was this was a conversion, a 3D conversion, and it wasn't very good. It didn't add anything to it. It should have with all the special effects they had, especially with that yeah, thing flying sure, around. Man. Right, that's it, what it, I was thinking. That big ugly thing flying around would look cool in 3D. Yeah, it it's yeah, 3D didn't do anything. It didn't uh, make it cool. that much more awesome. I mean, just regular was was I good. Mean, like that's, that's leaving, man. That whole 3D thing, I don't think mm-hmm. it's gonna stick around. Yeah, I mean, same it, same thing. It went back to to Rogue One. I mean, that the 3D in that didn't didn't bring anything to right. it. I mean, I, I I have a big problem with these conversion, these converted 3D movies. I mean, they have these 3D cameras, and I'm and I'm sure they're pretty expensive to use. But if you're gonna make a 3D movie, use those cameras. And I want the old Scott old school style of 3D filmmaking to where. It mm-hmm. is cheesy and stupid, and a lot of people don't like it. Right. Where every, every, when you're making a 3D movie and everything's coming at you, not right. so much the not so much the point of "Hey, man, what's over here?" and then some guy's pointing your finger into the camera. Not that cheesy. <laughs> not, not that cheesy 80s style. I mean, but, but like the, hatchet style, where they're throwing shit at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, make it make it look good. I mean, they know they obviously. Only get make put these movies out in 3D because it attacks on a, a, a few more dollars onto yeah. the box office. A few, so a lot, a lot more dollars, right? Yeah, I think that's the only reason they do that. I mean, yeah, this movie in 3D didn't didn't bring nothing else to it. It didn't make it that much more badass. I mean, the movie was still good uh, for what it was, but right. Uh, I'm, right. I'm 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 starting to just this 3D stuff is just starting to bug me now. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, well, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on uh, all the stuff Brian's got us hooked up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean. Just do a search for The Horror Returns. And what, and what else should they do a search for, Kevin? 
Uh, if you guys feel like it and you want to listen to another podcast, I'm sure you guys got like a ton you're already listening to. Check out my little show. I actually have two shows, um, the MacNet's Podcast. You can find me also on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter. Uh, just look up MacNet's Podcast. It'll all pop up. I also have another show that I do with uh, the host of that, uh, the Zisu, which is the E-Society. We're on iTunes uh, and we're also on Podbean. Cool. Uh, just look, just look us up on there. If you're on either either Podbean, Podbean or iTunes, you can look up um, uh, Skater Nez Podcast Network. That's S K eight, uh, the number eight, uh, N E Z Podcast Network. Look all that. You'll see it's all one feed, so you'll see uh, the two shows, East Society and the Magnus Podcast, on that. And um, but before we go, man, hey. This, this is awesome, dude. Thank you so much for having me on again. Uh, I'm sure everyone's probably sick of hearing me. Yeah. Thanks for coming back, man. We love having you. But uh, lightning round real, real quick uh, between the four of us. What's your favorite zombie movie? Go. Lightning round. Mine, mine's easy. Dawn of the Dead. Walking Dead. Dawn of the Dead. I don't care if it's not a movie. Original or remake? Original. Original. Yeah, mine too. Also, original. <laughs> Although the 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 remake that was uh that was Zack Snyder, wasn't it? Yeah, that one was that, pretty badass. That was actually fucking awesome. That's my favorite Zack Snyder movie, actually. Good one that he's ever mine, done. Yeah. Mine too. <laughs> but you know what? I really love the the movie that he made. I forgot the name of it, but the one with the girls that were in the uh, insane asylum. I love that movie. Oh, Everybody yeah. fucking hates it so much. No, I thought I'm it was bad. great. I thought it was good. I liked it. All right. Well, cool. So rate us on iTunes, and uh, of course you gotta you gotta go out there and rate rate Kevin on iTunes as well. Right now, shows. do it. Hit pause. Go and, rate. Uh, <laughs> we next week we're gonna be reviewing the Ring franchise. So until the horror returns again. Good night.